Hi, this is Jamin Fraser, and you're listening to The Insecurity Project, solving the insecurity problem at a global level. This podcast is a mixture of interviews, coaching sessions, and personal development content. You'll hear me chat with experts, authors, speakers, and individuals who've gone on to do great things in their life as a result of working through their insecurity. You'll hear brave souls being willing to have a live coaching demonstration recorded where they work through their insecurity. And you'll hear 10 Minute Tuesday, which is a chance for me to deliver high quality personal development content to help you on your journey. I hope you find it useful. Now on to today's show. Hey folks, 10 Minute Tuesday time. Uh, This week I want to talk to you about the seven biggest mistakes people make in trying to overcome insecurity. When people who have some level of awareness that insecurity is a part of their challenge uh, and the mistakes that they make in trying to solve that as opposed to the seven essential practices. So here we go. The, The first of the big mistakes people make is that they run away from their fear. So they imagine that, okay, insecurity is just something that everybody has. It's a part of life. Everyone's insecure. The world makes you insecure. Social media makes you insecure. You've just got to keep running. You've just got to fill your life with so many things and leave that in the dark as much as you possibly can. Run as fast and as far away from that problem and just hope it just evaporates in the background because you're running so fast. Uh, Now, (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, you can get the sense that that's obviously not going to work because uh, wherever you go, there you are, and you can't escape yourself. And when you lay your head down to sleep at night, uh, there you are with your fear, and your fears taunt you. So the the essential practice to match that mistake or to oppose that mistake is to actually step into the light. It is this acceptance and this awareness and this willingness to go, I am insecure. That is my challenge. I do fear that I am not good enough and I will own that and step into the light and realize that I have been running from this my whole life and now I'm willing to face it. Second biggest mistake people make is that they hope to be rescued. So uh, as part of their journey with insecurity, they are looking to others to make them feel good. They feel that the reason that they are insecure is because of the terrible and mean and hurtful things that have been said and done to them over the years. And so they hope that they can find nice, kind, generous people to undo that bad work and pump their tires up and make them feel like they're a good human being. So they're seeking people to rescue and validate and improve them. And that's their strategy for feeling good about themselves and building self-esteem. And the problem with that is, when you have a story that says you're no good, that's the filter you're running on the world. So every time you receive a compliment through that filter, you distort it, you delete it. It lasts such a short amount of time, and then you question, did that person actually mean that? Are they just saying that because they're trying to be nice? I know it's not true, so it doesn't really make any sense to me. So obviously the opposing practice for dealing with insecurity is 100% responsibility. It's to realize, hang on a minute, I'm insecure not because of what was said to me or done to me, but because of the story I told myself about what that meant about me. So I created this insecurity. So in fact, I am the only one who has the power to change it. It's all me. It is my responsibility to solve this problem in my life. If I wait for somebody else to fix this for me, I'll be waiting for the rest of my life. The third mistake people make in trying to solve insecurity is associated with the pain that insecurity brings. And their strategy is to mask, medicate, ignore, and suppress pain. Pain doesn't feel good. We don't like pain. 
and we don't know what to do with pain. And so the strategy to deal with the cost of insecurity and the pain is to just just get rid of that pain. Whatever you can do, short-term wins to get rid of pain. What's going to make me feel good now in the moment so I'm not dealing with this pain? So while it is possible to escape pain in the short term, again, wherever you go, there you are. When you lay your head to sleep at night or when you wake up from your hangover in the morning, your demons are still there. The pain only escalates and compounds. And it's a it's a really unfair thing to do to yourself because pain is actually a gift. The third practice around overcoming insecurity effectively is to count the cost and stack the pain. It's to let pain do its work in your life. Pain is your most honest voice designed to protect you from further pain. Insecurity is supposed to hurt. It's not the way we were designed to feel. That that pain is designed to say, hey, listen, please, for the love of God, will you deal with this? Will you face this? Will you sort this out? Will you do the work around getting to the bottom of this fear so that you can live without this fear. That's the purpose of pain. Listen to it. Don't suppress it. Fourth thing, uh, people dream in the dark. That's the next mistake they make. So I'm asking people all the time, what do you want? And I'm telling people the importance of having a compelling vision for your life, obviously. And that's practice number four for, for effectively overcoming insecurity. And so people kind of go, right, well, I'm dreaming about what I want. But because they have not found a way out of insecurity their dreams are colored by that fear and dampened and dialed down it is though they are dreaming in a dark in a dark room they've been in that dark room for so long that they forgot what the sun looks like and so their dreams are so watered down and shallow and insipid that they don't have the power they're not compelling they are not the driver to cause them to be motivated to get out of that place the dreams are not powerful enough. So the practice of a compelling life vision to do that well is about, while you still have insecurity, is about disassociating and disconnecting from that story. It is to step outside of that, to see yourself as though you had a magic wand and to go, if I wasn't insecure, if this wasn't my story, how would I like things to be? What If I could wake up tomorrow and, and life was the way it should be for me, what do I dream? What would excite me? What, what adventurous thing would I be living? How, will, how should my life be? So it's to give yourself permission to dream in the light, to dream without judgment, to give yourself the freedom to be adventurous and playful in that dream space. And then that tapping into that starts to stir your heart, stir your soul around something compelling that draws you out of the darkness to go, I must find a way to be free from this insecurity. Otherwise, I will never see this life lived the way that I am, the way that I desire Stephen Covey says successful people begin with the end in mind. And so another key way of not dreaming in the dark is to go all the way to the last day of your life and see how you want it ended, to see what people are going to be saying about you at your eulogy and work your way back from there. What kind of impact will you have had, the life you, you will have lived, how, how the closest people in your world will be talking about the impact you had on them. Mistake number five is that people trying to solve insecurity talk to the wrong people. So they enlist the help of friends and family. Uh, I'm going to be provocative and say even counsellors and psychologists. I'm sorry, counsellors and psychologists, if that's an offensive thing to say. Uh, I think you do great work. I'm not sure that uh, lasting change is one of the things you do best. Sorry. Um, And that is just simply because uh, those disciplines, they're positioned as the expert. And they offer support and uh, help around conversations around this but I'm not sure they bring the leverage necessary to actually get out of this story 
you know, that's the professionals. If you're talking to friends and family, the best they're going to do is give you advice out of their deep wanting for you to be okay. So they're going to position themselves as the expert in your life as well, and they're going to try and fix you, which is going to bring resentment inside you and can never bring about lasting change. To change effectively, you have to be positioned as the adult. Enlist someone in your life who does not care about you, who has no vested interest in your results, who is there just to serve you to get more of what you want, and they are totally prepared to treat you like a responsible adult, to position you as the one who created this mess and the only one with the power to get out of that mess. Someone who's going to give you awareness and choice so that you can do this work. Number six, uh, self-discipline is the strategy for being the hero. Uh, The the key practice for number six is go be the hero. But the, the mistake people make is, right, I'm going to fight myself. I'm going to force myself to do what I don't want to do. I'm just going to get on and live like I didn't have insecurity and just discipline myself to to go and live well. I mean, discipline, it is a go-to strategy, but it's often the only tool in the box. It is massively overrated as a lasting change strategy. Willpower is a limited resource. You will get tired eventually. You will run out of steam, I promise you, and I'm not saying anything you don't already know. Uh, Self-discipline works on the presupposition. You must fight against yourself to win. That is a mistake every day of the week. Ultimately, to be free from insecurity requires you to understand yourself, to know that the part of you who is afraid of stepping into the light is just trying to love you. It's just trying to keep you safe from what you're most afraid of. So to acknowledge that part, to thank that part, and to work with that part, to move forward as one, as a unit, together, that which is about giving yourself permission to flourish. That is the real hero's journey. That is the hero who actually gets this job done, not the one who's fighting against himself, the one who's working with themselves. And finally, the seventh mistake people make in terms of trying to solve their insecurity is to just be positive, is to try and rewrite their story over the top of the old one. If I just tell myself I'm a good person so many times, eventually that will override the negativity or the fear I have. Again, that sounds like it makes sense, but it will not bring about lasting change. The seventh effective practice, the essential practice for overcoming insecurity, is to rewrite the story. But it's to rewrite the story from the very beginning. It's to go all the way back to when you first told yourself that you were no good. It's to revisit that moment as a child when you decided those events proved that there was inadequacy. It's to go back as the hero, as a responsible adult, and to reimagine the origin So go back to the foundation and rebuild a new foundation. Stephen Covey says every single thing is created twice. So it's to go back and do the first creation work properly, effectively, efficiently, so that you can rewrite a creative, compelling, enlarging, and expansive story to go live in. So they're the seven mistakes and the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity. I hope that's useful, cheering you on, doing this work in your life. It's exciting work. It's it's important work. It's work that the world is going to thank you for doing. So keep at it. Talk to you again soon. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. If you're interested in finding out more about dealing with your own insecurity, check out the 30-day online Overcoming Insecurity Bootcamp. It combines high-quality frameworks with one-on-one coaching to help you eradicate the fear of not being good enough and give yourself permission to really flourish in life. For more information, check out jamonfraser.com.